Welcome to another episode of the Love Hate Movie Reviews Podcast. We are your hosts, Jay and Sherry. All right, welcome to the first episode of 2023, and we're kicking it off with Ant Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania, longest name ever. All right, and Jay's going to kick us off with the synopsis. Ant-Man and the Wasp find themselves exploring the quantum realm, interacting with the strange new creatures, and embarking on an adventure that pushes them beyond the limits of what they thought was possible. First impression. Why am I going first? <laughs> because you had a lot to say, mainly because, like, you... Just go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, first impressions. Boom. I wasn't impressed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying uh, it was trash. I'm not saying it wasn't well made. I'm saying it didn't need to be made. So I gave it a six out of ten, and that's I don't think me, I've right? had a change of heart since no? then. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> so there has to be something. I, I mean, later once we get past the first impressions, I'll give you some things that stood out to me that were good. Okay. Because I'm not saying it was bad. I'm just saying, is it worth your time? And being that. We're trying to be movie reviewers that don't send you to the theaters for no reason. Mm-hmm. I have to be honest with you. And yeah, six out of ten. <laughs> um, okay, my first impressions, I actually rated it one higher. I gave it a seven out of ten. Um, I was mildly entertained. There were some moments where I was like, oh, okay, I got a little chuckle. Uh, a certain character actually got like a big laugh out of me. But uh, I'm sad to say I was also not really impressed underwhelmed thank you that is the word i want to go for i was very underwhelmed um and to piggyback off of what sherry said this was an unnecessary movie especially when you find out the the timeline you're like what was the point of doing this but we're gonna get we're gonna get into that all right so let's 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 hit the good points i always want to start out strong um because a lot of people worked really hard to make this movie. Did you see the credit? So I want to give I want to give credit to that. So um visually I think what what Jay said stands to be true, you know, most of it was made in front of a green screen and it showed um the majority of the movie was very dark because, you know, CGI. Um so that to me Added, and although it was well done, because we're we're talking about the good things. It, although it was well done, it was one of the things in the movie that was underwhelming to me, especially because I knew the majority of the movie would be in, um, inside quantum space. I was expecting more. You know, it, this movie was a lot. Like, what we've all been waiting for. They've been talking about it, all the movies. They've been you know, building up Kang. You know, uh, Grandma gets stuck in there, and then they, after so many years, they finally get her out, and she vows never to speak of it, which would have stopped the whole movie from happening had she spoke about it. Um, but the acting, um, the acting was good. I mean, it's a Marvel movie. It's a comic um superhero movie so the acting is what it is um yeah to you jay <laughs> i'm gonna say this without sounding rude because you said the good points 
the good points is I'm rocking with Jonathan Majors. A hundred percent. Heavy. And for what they gave him, it wasn't, he did it. I wasn't impressed. I wasn't impressed, but I think he did a good job of what they gave him, which really wasn't a lot. He didn't have a lot to work with. This is only Kang's, what, second on-screen appearance, if we don't count. I will say his better uh, his better performance was in the Loki series. Well, that was a different. When he was first introduced. What, the, the way they explained it is that was a different Kang. So the one Which, the I Loki mean, so, is, so I feel huh. like it. If we're gonna give credit, I would I would give him credit for that okay. because yeah, you know he had an impressive performance as one version of Kang, and, and another. now this is right. His performance Clearly was like, oh, okay, this is interesting one. and completely different from the first one. So I I agree with you, Jay. I think he nailed it. <laughs> um, Ant Man is not my favorite Avenger, but when he's on screen, he's he has his enjoyable moments. He really tried to step up the drama. Does he though? Well, 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 he really tried to like build the drama because they you know they threw his daughter into the mix yeah and it's serious yeah. now so you did get to see some of paul rudd's acting range it's okay. like okay fine we get to see some of that um so i was impressed with that about i like i like the wasp but i am sorry i feel like they didn't give her enough sherry and i was going back and forth about this i don't think they gave her enough to do it was really about ant-man and his daughter and, and their connection and bond i mean but that what way. movie wasn't it about him Right, but she had more to do in the sequel. I mean, uh, in part two. Did in she? Ant- yes, she did. In Ant Man and the Wasp, she had a lot more to do. I think her performance Quantumania. has been pretty consistent. I think one part that I really, really liked, and um, if you haven't seen the movie yet, just know we are well into the spoilers of things, and we're gonna start talking more specific scenes and different things. But when they were getting sucked in to the, to the quantum, uh, realm. To the quantum yeah. realm, right in the action, she was ready. She pushed her little Iron Man button, and her suit came on. Right now, and she, she was ready for whatever see, was on I the wanted, other side of it. I wanted more of that, but she really like even with her conflict between her and the mom. It was like the mom kept brushing her off, like I like go yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, her mom was definitely <laughs> brushing her off. But then I wondered if her and her mom had that relationship because her mom was her mom disappeared into the quantum world when she was like seven or eight. That's true. So I think like her being a woman and kind of standing up to her mom i don't think i don't think she was there yet because i do remember that scene where her mom was like she was like well if you had told us about this and none of this would have happened pretty much which is what i said you know in my first impressions you know mom the movie would have never happened had she shared the dangers of the quantum realm and who she met there um yeah, we wouldn't have a movie. Um, let's see another. And she, the wasp, didn't you know she didn't stand up to her mom. Another key moment. Um, ah, man, I can't even say the visuals. I don't, I'm gonna have to end it for like what I was impressed with right there. A little bit of the acting, a little bit of the story. I was like, okay, that's pretty interesting. Um, I guess since we're well into the spoilers, Bill Murray was in it. That was that was cool. I think that's only cool for you, man. Yeah. They bring so, out old Bill <laughs> nostalgic Murray. Nostalgic actors for me. It's like, ah, oh, it's Bill Murray. Like he's so, literally they drag him out every He movie. really had like he served like little to no purpose. No purpose. Yeah, I th- did he betray them? I think that's yes, what that he scene did. was. Okay, yeah, so yeah, yeah, he betrayed them. So he betrayed them, uh, which is typical um, of his characters. Kang's powers. And how he uses them for the what he did use them with. That looked all right. Yeah. I like that it was tied to the suit. Yeah. And his, his, the chair thing that he had. Yeah. His time yeah. chair. His time chair. That was nice. That but was that's, cool. man. Because I can't, all right. And now I guess I can transition into what I didn't like. Well, what about um, Modoc? Oh, my God. I was going to say that for the end. 
But since you brought him up, Modoc, in my opinion, stole a lot of the scene. Not the entire movie, but every scene he was in. He was pretty funny. He definitely, he stole the show, man. Who, who was the actor that played Modoc? He was in a very, he played Yellow Jacket. In the front, Darren was the character's name. Yeah, Darren. <laughs> it was hilarious. Every time he revealed himself, the shock on the characters' faces was like, Darren? What happened? <laughs> it, it never got old. I think that Especially happened like. Especially because they all, for the most part, thought he died. He was dead. So it, it never got. And it was very, for the comic book, you know, uh, buffs out there, Modoc's origin in a comic book is, of course, a hundred times different than it is in a movie. But the way he became Modoc was comical and creative in a sense. Yeah. Instead of them coming up with a Modoc that was like, hey, let's just bring back this character. So the damage from the suit is what caused him to look like the comic Modoc. So that was... Yeah. But yeah, um, he. that's another thing that I absolutely loved was Modoc. Modoc was the was the goats from um, Love and Thunder. Oh, yeah. He, Modoc yeah, was the goats was from... The goat. <laughs> he was the goat. And I, yeah, Ant-Man wasn't even really funny. Well, well, yeah, let's get different. into the bad because now I'm getting ready to uh, really. Tear a new one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so going into the bad, um, let me let me go ahead and just start it off. If you've ever seen Spy Kids, I don't know why the visuals were. It did. The it visuals did. reminded it me did. of Spy Kids, especially when the 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 citizens or the denizens of the quantum realm showed up. Yeah. Dude, that had the glowing. And and he looked like one of the characters from Spy Kids. It really, yeah. I don't know what happened. What happened with the budget, with the CG? I'm a practical effects guy, and I think some of it should have been practical effects. Some of the set should have been real. And I kind of wonder and, what parts of the set might have been real. I, Just because everything looked very I, I think everything within a... I would say a three-foot radius was real. And then everything else behind them was just green. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse to believe that anything two feet behind them was like a real thing. I don't believe that at all. So the visuals for me was not happening. Some of the dialogue, it wasn't corny, but it was like... What? Mm. Yeah, it was like, okay. You said that for what purpose? Agreed. Uh, Yeah, the character designs. I, I'm a... Um, like I don't like slime and like things like that. Oh yeah. The quantum yeah. realm seemed to was kind of slimy. The ship and I know that's weird. Yeah. Oh, it's like I know that's a pet peeve, Drinking but it was the slime to understand what happened language. to communicate. We're in a hyper advanced civilization. What happened with communicators? Did Kang have to drink the slime too? You did he have to? Did he ever communicate with the people of the quantum realm? I think besides he just, just trying to take over. Yeah. None of that was explained. Another thing that. Without trying to go too, or maybe too... he's technically an advanced being himself, yeah. so he probably doesn't need well, to drink see, the slime. You, see, that's another thing that I didn't, and I don't know if maybe you caught this because he's supposed to be an advanced being. Right. He needs Ant Man to use the pin particles to right. go rec to recover the, I guess, the core yes. for his um battery. Kang, this hyper advanced from the future, he can't being, recover he it can't, himself. When, oh, he can't I figure out exactly, the pin particles. I know exactly why he couldn't do it. <laughs> Remember when they go down in there, they immediately start to multiply. Mm, and he that's want more already of his and issue. that's already his problem. And there's no way okay. that he's going to be able to get out of his head or what Ant Man did, which was uh, that this will be a good for me. 
um, they use like that ant mentality and mm-hmm. they all were going for the same purpose. Right. So they all started working together, even though he was multiplied into different. Right. You you said in the theater that this movie at least really showed the whole Ant Man being an ant mentality. Right. Yes. Yes. Because ants, and are, ants are hive minded. Not just and... in theory. For the most part, he's either small like an ant, mm-hmm. or he's big. But for the first time, this is when yeah. they really started to insert more of that mentality and how they think um, into his character. Okay, see, that's a, that's that one thing. Yeah. That's what there. Yeah, I knew he was gonna find something. That's why Kane. That's why. That's why I think Kane couldn't do it mm-hmm. because once he starts to multiply his different personalities it's be different and all things that, that he wants to. they're definitely gonna because it started to attack Ant Man until they had one purpose, which was to help his daughter, mm-hmm. and he's like, I have to do this. So it worked out. And then the wasp, that's why I said that they don't give the wasp enough credit. She went in there after him. And although she had multiplied, all her mom had to say was, it is just an illusion. Like, it is not real. And that's what's happening. And she locked in. Even though she multiplied many times, it didn't stop her from her objective. So I agree with Jay. They don't give her enough to do. But when when you watch the movie, give her some credit. She she's about that life. So this movie, Quantum Mania, what makes me mad is that all of this, because it's happening in the quantum realm, nobody knows about it but them. So Ant Man, the Wasp, his daughter, nobody. they're the only ones that know that all of this happened and they defeated this superpower. So um, it's interesting to see what's going to happen next because I don't think Scott is going to say anything. Like, I don't think his character For the most is part, going to alert the Avengers or... or anything as far as what happened. Um, which, at the end of the movie, they allude to it a little bit and he has some thought behind it where he starts overthinking about it. Like, hey, you know, he did say the world would end if he didn't get out of the quantum realm. Um, but... Yeah, it still to me it, it didn't have any weight. Exactly. It's just like everything that happened, it just did not have. It just happened any weight. just to happen. We were told that this uh, universal ending event was going to happen, but even while you're being told that in the movie theater, you didn't feel like something was going to happen. The weight of it. And for me, mainly it was because because of the multiverse. So we're gonna yes. okay, so you're gonna destroy one. You was like, all right, right. And and for me, this was just me personally. Um, when you have a, a, sorry to say it, a low tier Avenger like Ant Man, exactly. take out what is supposed to be in like an Avengers level threat. Yeah, I understand he's just one king, and there's gonna be worse ones later. And let's talk about how he didn't like... actually, he didn't actually save the day. Okay, he was in attendance. Yeah, and I feel strongly about that. This is one of those cases where the teacher is given extra credit just because you attended the class, uh. and that's what happened with Ant Man because even at the end, he was getting curb. <laughs> Stomped by Kang, and if it wasn't for the wasp Kang jumping black, back into the quantum realm, he he would have done nothing. He would have done nothing. He was Kang was going to escape, and even before like then, the ants. Saved yeah, oh, the let's talk the about ants. Build some and crazy this, technology. The ants out of the ants. So something happened where the ants and also the fell into the realm. quantum realm, yep. but they fell into a separate section. So mm-hmm. they evolved thousands of years ahead. And the ants built their own civilization and, and technology. technology. And the, the ants, ladies and gentlemen, 
played a massive role in saving the day. In sa- and I, I, that did not sit well with me. <laughs> not so that I, I agree. I agree with Jay's just, point of saying he's a low tier superhero. And we're supposed to be like, oh, Kang is this huge threat, and they're building the one in this movie up. Yeah. To have because all right, well, we'll get into that at the end. But they're building him up to be like, oh, he's one of like the bad Kangs. Like he's nothing to be played with. Yeah. And here. So much so that here's this Baskin Robin attendant. Yeah. You feel me with an ant suit that can shrink him and make him bigger. He took him out. And, and it wasn't surprising that even Ant Man was selected for for this movie because he essentially needed him to steal something for him or obtain something for him. And we already know that Sky is a thief and he's very good at mm-hmm. stealing, obtaining things. Yeah. But outside of that, that was really his only purpose. There was no. Need and for him when it to came leave. to saving the day. I can't say I'll give him credit for saving the day in his it own It was movie. a lot of pieces involved. Leading that, up to that, it. that propped he him up. He had a lot of support. He had a lot of support, yeah. Had a a lot, lot of support. Where it was to the point where you couldn't say, yes, Ant-Man definitely saved the day himself. You couldn't watch this movie and say that. No way. Right. So supporting characters are actually a lot. Yeah, um, a lot. If you remember any of them, let me know. I don't. With the exception of uh, the, oh my God, the resistance leader. The the guy that read minds, the little ooze monster, and I don't even know. So the guy that read minds was William Jackson Harper. Okay, but what was the character's name? Quaz. Did they even say his name in the movie? No, but he got a name. The other the the girl didn't have. She doesn't have a name. Nope, I don't see a name here. That does like, and she was in the movie. She was a resistance leader. She was in the movie. Yeah. Uh, the little ooze monster. I don't know who that was, but and, I like that um, character. He's okay, and then the the what you call it, the guy with the laser head, who's basically Korg. Oh yeah, he's yeah. like that's another <laughs> thing Marvel has been doing recently. They keep recycling they recycle character sure. archetypes. Like he was just Korg, even when he died. Spoiler alert! You're not gonna care. Even when oh, he her died, name was Gentora. Okay, so it's 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 like none of these characters made any type of impact. They had some some funny moments. They did. I agree with Dude that. Dude, I read the the mines and the little ooze monster and even the his greatest scene was getting lit up. Oh my gosh! By the police officers. I'm calling uh, them police officers. Yeah, that was a that was a little commentary. But they were moment. what quantum mania Kang's patrol. Yeah, his guards officers, or whatever. guards. I don't know. They had a great commentary moment. Yeah, he like he ran out into battle. He was the only one unarmed, and they lit him up. Unarmed. <laughs> And his hands were up. And his hands were up. <laughs> oh, I don't. I think that flew over some people's heads. This I'm man's quite hands sure it flew over people's heads, but yeah, I don't know if that was supposed to happen. But I hope God. everybody mm. pays attention to that part yeah. of the movie because secretly, I feel like they were mm-hmm. trying to say something. But in just keeping with the with the side characters and supporting characters, not a lot of memorable side characters. Uh, Ant Man's daughter is a supporting character. She does have a big role. In, aside of creating the yeah. the two way communicator from the quantum realm, she yeah. does have a big role. She gets in this suit. movie. Mm-hmm. She has a suit. Doesn't really know how to use yeah, it, but she, she has one. She has her. She does get her moment between because Modoc's character, of course, was Yellow Jacket. Yep. Like you said, with uh, the he tried to kill her when she was he little. Tried to kill her when she so was So she little. does get a good moment. She gets some get back from yeah. that, yeah. just to close out their story. So that was good. That was good. But aside from that, she was just like something that. Uh, Kang could prop up to Ant Man, yeah. like, "Hey, do this thing for me, or I'm gonna kill your daughter. Go steal the the battery cord for me, or I'm gonna kill your daughter." Yep. And then, and then, like, 
but that instant like one thing I hate was how Kang is like threatening and everything. It's immediately like just scrubbed away. He has like one threatening moment in jail cell. It was like, hey, yo, he's like serious. He's really gonna. Yeah. But then, like, fifteen minutes into the movie, he's back to being a comedic type villain. Yeah, yeah. It, it fluctuated. So it, showed, it, it showed the difference for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, in in his acting as the various different kind of gangs, because, like I said, if you've seen Loki series, that um, one so far is the best. Can I know this is only yeah. like there's only so two, but well, we're getting ready so far, to see more. Yeah. But so far, the yeah. one from the Loki series is the best, Kang. Okay, so, and of course, this movie is somehow going to be woven into the MCU with other events and other things. But, again, in, in my personal opinion, it could have just been released on Disney+. Plus, Or yes. it could have just been part of the Loki series. There was no reason why Ant-Man... Which is going to be. There was no reason why Ant-Man couldn't have made an appearance in the Loki series. Yes. I mean, like, Loki, how are you still alive? And they go through the whole thing. Yeah. Um, it did this. I don't think it was a movie that needed to be made because they had already put out all the Loki we, series. We had already been introduced to Kane in mm-hmm. the Loki series. And we could have jumped the, straight to season two. The timeline seems off because uh, technically yes. everything that happens in Quantum Mania seems like a prequel to the Loki show. And we already know that there are multiple Kangs out there. We didn't need the move, to know the move was this. that was... this one, especially because we still, all we really got from this one, and we didn't get it to a post credit scene, is that the other versions of Kang feared the one in the quantum realm. So now, we don't know if he was going to be a benefit right, or to, was... to the world being released from quantum realm. Or... What was Salvage? This entire movie is if Ant-Man and the Wasp and everybody involved killed this Kang, but this particular Kang was the one that was actually trying to stop all of the other variants from destroying the world. Right, because they definitely are And then are in the next movie, whatever is the next movie, it'll be like a huge revelation like Ant-Man screwed up. It's like, dude, you messed up. You should have let him out. And then he would have like, even though there would have been some sacrifice and of course people would have died, he would have got rid of the other variants. I'm thinking that's... What's going to happen, but you can't give Hollywood that much credit because I'm sure they're not even thinking that far ahead. They're just thinking about, nah, they're thinking about the next movie. Uh, in keeping up with the spoilers, the end, two of the end credit scenes, one of them was with um, with Loki, even though it was it was a clip from the show, wasn't it? Was it? Yes, it, it was. was. So it was like... What I don't was, know if it was a clip from the show. Or like a, a, a new, right, watch, or a new but recording. It, it, but de- it definitely is pulled from the show and honestly I did not make the connection until I saw the post credit scene uh, so that's really why I was like oh well we didn't even need this movie we just needed season 2, two of, Loki. of Loki so and Ant-Man could have made a this, appearance this, which well, he probably is now so yeah alright let's jump into the final reviews here so the critics gave it 47% on Rotten Tomatoes, and the audiences actually loved it. They gave it 84%. Um, so, Jay, what, what's your final score on this one? I 100% agree with the critics on this one. Um, it deserves that 47%. What was the point, purpose, reason, or rhyme for this movie to be created aside from fulfilling a three-picture deal? You already know that's all. That's the only reason why I did it. You get three pictures that you got to make, regardless if the other one is good 
or not not everything is gonna is gonna be is gonna be a hit the audience loved it i gotta disagree you know me though formulate your own opinion i'm not telling you not to watch it not to go but um this is one of the ones where i'm not if even if it's just on tv I'm not even going to sit down and watch it on accident. I'm yeah, sorry. It won't be a repeat. So it's a definite. Oh, man. It's gonna, how, how hearts, broken hearts. It's, a, it's, it's, a, it's one broken heart. You know what? It's one heart. One solid heart out of five. Because I didn't entirely. I can't entirely slander it as much as I want to because it did some things that I liked. But, but I can't love, give it the. But on love, hate, movie reviews, did you love it mm-hmm. or did you hate it? There's no in between for On here. today is beautiful February 19th. I hated it. I hated Ant-Man and the Wasp. Quantumania, I hated every single, tiny, minute, minuscule thing about it. It could have been done better. The movie could have been or done better. Or not at all. So or with me <laughs> saying that this movie did not need to be made, I give it two broken hearts. Mm. I hated it. And I'm sorry to the characters, the cast, everybody that worked on this movie, no. but you wasted your time. You, 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 real quick, real quick, before we close out, you were saying that you think, why the audience was one of the theories that you think why the audience loved it is because you said uh, it's a just, Marvel movie and they want to in order to keep the movies coming mm-hmm. we have to love it yeah but as a critic at, at what cost at what cost as a critic we could have just skipped to Loki season two we did not need nah. another Ant-Man movie or maybe this Ant-Man movie could have been after Loki season two because Loki is already doing the work. Yeah, we could have shown <laughs> it could have been a hey, what was Ant-Man doing this whole time? Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, I I know about this because this yeah. happened to us. Did we need to see it on on film? Mm-hmm. No. So Sherry, official hate. Official hate. An official hate for me and Ant-Man, buddy. You're running side by side with Black Widow right now. You're treading dangerous waters, man. <laughs> All right. All right, that wraps up another episode of Love, Hate, Movie, Movie Reviews, Reviews Podcast. Podcast. As always, it was a pleasure. Remember to like, share, and follow us on Instagram for behind-the-scenes footage and exclusive content at Love, Hate, Movie Reviews. And remember to subscribe to Love, Hate, Movie Reviews Podcast wherever you get your podcast.